Hello, my name is Jay. And I'm Harriet Tugsman. And is that a thumb in my butt? And you are listening to Wait, Take Me Off Speaker. Thank you so much for coming back. And if you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. We are post-holidays. How was your holiday? Oh, it was great. It was great, Jay. It was a great time. We're offending somebody somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Am I, am I offending the Jamaicans? Am I offending the Irish? Who knows? <laughs> what did you do for the holiday? I went home. You went home. When I think of home, I'm I sad. think of arguments. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I went back home and like I successfully had a seven-day visit and no arguments between me and my parents or me and my siblings. In seven days. In seven days. Usually we have about 72 hours. Oh, damn. Yeah. No, like nothing like like crazy, but like seventy two hours, and then someone has gotten on someone's nerves. Yeah, it's it's weird. I never really realize how much I don't argue with my family. I like I'll get into arguments with like one person, and it's usually around like something that my mom is doing, and me just being like, just let her do it, and him being like, no, and then that's where the argument will start. But aside from that, it's like we're usually just chilling. It's good. We all have different traits of the parents in us, and so it shows up at times. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we we can we can we scrap. Can... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even like and it's it's usually me. It's usually I'm usually the common denominator. Okay. Either I am correcting someone because they have said something that they shouldn't have. Okay. Or I'm just on one. <laughs> And you're just okay with that. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm like, I'm on one. You know what? Like. Rude. <laughs> like, hey, chaos, baby. Like, well, we know this to be you. You know, in the new year, will, will Harriet try to be less chaotic? No, I have been like internet bullying two of our friends. Not internet bullying. Yeah. Have you seen like that guy? It's like, a, it's this dude who's. Singing chestnuts roasting on an open fire. No, and if I never have to hear that song again for at least the night, I, I, we're done. We're done he with it. He sings <laughs> it so terribly. It's become like a meme that they've just put in so many different, like, someone will cut open a watermelon and then his face will be in there and he'll just start singing. Oh, no. And I literally have, like, bombarded <laughs> two people constantly with just... This a different version of this same song is like, like all the words don't sound like the, the correct words. I've not seen this meme at all. It's low key iconic. Oh god! And so you're just sending this to people? Yes, I am. Or two people in particular? I, I guess. send it to two people so that way that they can just like let me find what was the first one I saw. Well, while you're f- pulling that up, uh, <laughs> um, I spent the holidays uh, also going to see family. What? <laughs> Why? So, like, that was him being pulled out of a refrigerator on a jar, then being like, mayonnaise going on a bread slice. We'll post this on the gram, but like, I'm just. You find the weirdest stuff. Get this away from me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, it is so good. But, like, I'm just... Like, who thinks to put this together? Like, oh, here's this video of someone singing this song poorly. Let's green screen him onto random things. I love it. A helicopter? On, like, what is that? I don't know, but it's been, like, my favorite thing to bully people with. Please don't. I am. <laughs> You're li- I've literally probably said about 15 of these to Javon. Oh, God. Well, I, I feel like Javon would still find it funny, though. No, I think he's threatening to kill me oh. at this point. Well, you know. He, he literally said, I know you're chaotic, and, and we're going to help you through this. And then, like, the next photos, he's like, we have we have great therapy. And it was just, like, <laughs> witches being burned at the stake. <laughs> That's what he said. I was like, oh, God. There is help. <laughs> Flame. Fire oh, everywhere. Death. <laughs> I went up to Syracuse to go see my mom and two of my brothers. Uh, when, uh, you know that one of my other brothers is in Miami. Uh, Umi, Umi. Yeah, uh, he could not make it. He was spending, uh, the holidays with his, uh, wife's family instead. Mm. So he called in. Not, not a crazy exciting holiday this season. You know, uh, I've told you that my mom was in the hospital and stuff was going on with her. So most of it was me just trying to make sure that she was okay and take care of her. My oldest brother was very sweet because typically what we'll do like, dinner and stuff at my mom's did you make your mac and cheese i didn't i did not wow nini well you said you hoes don't deserve it this year not that at all you said cold (laughs) (laughs) you are undeserved um no my my oldest brother and his wife jess were like okay we're gonna do dinner at our place this year and jess wanted to cook everything and so I was like, okay. I don't know why people want to do that. Like, no, no, why no. Why put yourself shame. through that? Huh? Why put yourself through that? Right? Like, it's stre- holidays are stressful enough. You try to plan a meal for more than four people in portion sizes? Right. In this economy? Oh, portion a sizes. in my butt? No, thank you. <laughs> um, portion sizes were not a thing. There was so much leftover food that all just went in my mom's fridge because my mom couldn't really, like, get up and go and go over to their place. And so they just brought all the food over to my mom's and cooked everything there, mm. which was nice. It was nice that they were able to do that. And so my mom could like still be a part of everything that was going on. Uh, but it was, it was a very low key holiday this year. And you know what? I was very okay with that. That was low key. The vibe this year, it felt very kind of like a subdued Christmas, mm-hmm. but I also believe that we, I don't know what it's like. Like when I go back home, like, you know, there's there's no Walmarts here. Like, there's right. no, like, hysteria around Christmas, which I remember growing up going to the malls and you would just see it would just be packed. Uh-huh. Everybody's trying to get gifts. But here, I don't... It's, it's just... It's fucking New York. Yeah. Well, uh, And I'm not at, like... It's just more people are in New York. <laughs> yeah, but as I'm saying, like, I can't really tell the difference between Christmas and a fucking random Wednesday. Oh, no. See, like, that's... if I'm in Times Square or anything, like, it's all going to look the same. No. See, that's where I disagree with you. How dare you? <laughs> During the holiday season, we get so many more tourists that come and spend like two, three weeks or even the entire month of December here. The areas that are typically packed are that much more packed. And they like, everyone's going down Fifth Avenue and they're seeing all the lights and they're going to see the Rockefeller Tree. It. I'm not there. Right. So like for you me, what that's mean? what I'm saying. For me, I clearly see a difference and not just because I work retail. Because, like, obviously that affects me, but just being out on the street, having to navigate through those areas, it's definitely still hysteria, for sure. And then, like, they have, like, the holiday marts that pop up. 
And so, like, I'll see that in, like, Union Square. There's one in Grand Didn't Central. Did they fucking cancel uh, SantaCon this year? No. Oh, did it still happen? Yeah. I thought it was, like, officially. I think it, I thought it was officially canceled. Mm-mm. Oh, they need to cancel that. No, that definitely still happened. Because <laughs> I was supposed to be going out that night, and I decided not to because of SantaCon. Someone told me that, like, I guess maybe maybe the original organizer of it didn't do it. So I guess maybe they st- it still happened, but, like, not... I don't know. I mean, what is there to organize? It's just, like, people dress There's up an and, actual, like, There's an actual bar crawl. Oh. I believe. White folks, if you listen in here, you know, correct me. Straight white folks. Come on, come on. Speak up for your culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there was an actual... When I remember when it first started, like, there was an actual bar that you would go to. Oh. And then I think it just blew up. Now, like, you can go anywhere in it, but I think there was an actual bar crawl. I mean, they have to have to organize in some fashion, I would assume. So yeah, like, like, you, a bar has to know that, like, a Russian... <laughs> 50 to 80 drunk folks might be coming in. 50 to 80 to drunk, like rowdy folks. To yeah. wreck their, wreck them spa- wreck their space. Yeah. Wreck them. Wreck them. Okay. Wreck them. Wreck them. What'd you do for New Year's Eve? I worked. Oh, she got her money. Did you get paid more for working that day? I did. Good. You deserve it. What'd you do? I just did like a, I was a 10 second celebrity. A 10 second celebrity. Yeah, I got to do the countdown. Oh, work. Okay. You know That's I mean? cute. Yeah. yeah. Everybody had to pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a fun time. I got to uh, be the guest performer for Travis Soda, which is the last Saturday of every month at Rock Bar. Okay. And um, did the countdown, did a quick 30 minute set, and then just enjoyed the rest of the night. All right. That's mm-hmm. sounds like a nice, easy, easy paycheck. Easy breezy, beautiful. Cover that beard, girl. No, let it stand out. The brand is strong now. Like I don't know if you noticed, but Miss Taina had a bearded look. Uh huh. I saw. I saw. And I was just like, you will be getting a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be two bearded queens at Rock Bar. Two? Me and Temple. Oh, okay. Got it. Wait. Well, what about um your other drag mama, Frida? She can no longer work at the bar. We've hit our quota. <laughs> We've hit our quota. Not your mama. <laughs> Anybody can get it. Wow. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve also for me was Where very chill. Oh, that's right. We ended up seeing you that night. For like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, you and your April O'Neil vest. My April O'Neil vest. Yes. <laughs> I will take that and I will accept it. I always <laughs> thought her like her like her her like a. Uh, a lot of her costumes were cut. Like she had that <laughs> yellow jumpsuit, but like the padded shoulders. So mm-hmm. That's why it was giving me a little bit of like a little April O'Neil moment. I'm, I look for it. <laughs> also, speaking of like a movie that really represented New York City, but like that is the reason why I thought like I thought New York was going to be like the New York uh, the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like it was going to look like that. It did not. Yeah, you thought you were going to see giant turtles walking around. No, and... it wasn't the turtles. It was like every <laughs> corner would be like an Italian spot where I can get a sub and get like a pizza, a slice of pizza. And there would be random deli meats hanging that will potentially be used as nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around thinking about it. I was like, Ninja Turtles really fucked up my view about New York. I mean, you didn't watch anything else that had New York? In- but I didn't realize how impacted, like, how I thought about how it, how it would look in my mind. Got it. Until, like, a few days ago. I was like, oh. 
Well, how can I unpack that? None of that is accurate. <laughs> the only thing that is accurate is that they still deliver food on scooters. True. That was the one thing I was like, well, that was at least true. <laughs> well, thank God for that. <laughs> um, my New Year's Eve was a it was a three borough night. Yeah. I went from Astoria to Prospect Heights, uh, and then Prospect Heights to the village. And I didn't take a single Uber. It was trains everywhere. Uh, because I was not about to spend $100 on an Uber. The Ubers weren't that bad. When we were looking at them coming from Prospect Heights, it was not even from Prospect Heights. Uh, Prospect Heights. When we were coming from the village going back home, mm-hmm. Ubers were 100 bucks. Oh. Yeah. That's still not that bad. For New Year's, I've seen like one year it was like they almost were like near $200. But I'm very thankful I got an Uber to the gig and it was only 38 bucks. God damn. I was like, thank you. That's probably because timing. Thank what time you, did you faggot have to go? Uber, whoever the faggot Uber, who said, this queen is going to the same bar she goes to usually. <laughs> Give her a discount. Just let her have this. <laughs> let her have this. We had, like, amazing luck for some reason with Ubers that, or not Ubers, with uh, the trains, trains that night. We didn't wait more than maybe five minutes for a train each time we went. Uh, so that was nice. So I was like, all right, the universe is being kind. And, you know, the the very first day of the year, I will take that. I found money on the street. That was nice. How much? Not to your business. $60. Oh, that was mine. I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> found $60. Trains were chilling. It was on concrete, right? It, yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about where I found it on the ground. It, it's green. <laughs> really old looking money. Really old looking stuff. There's old white men on it. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But no, like it was, it was, a, it was a chill night. You know, I didn't stay up and watch the sunrise like I had the past couple of years. Um, I got home by like four thirty. Sun doesn't fucking rise now until like fucking seven o'clock now. And the last couple of years, I have stayed up. Oh God! Well, drugs, drugs, <laughs> drugs. But okay, you know, I'm happy to hear that you got your money, honey, and that there were no arguments around Christmas. Sounds like the holidays was, uh, you know, a chill time for all. And now we move into the new year. Do you have any resolutions? Do you do resolutions? I'm not really in a, a resolution type of uh, human. I just do stuff. I just grow. We'll see what happens. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's very, I it's, it would be very against my nature to set resolutions because, like, I also know that who knows what life is going to throw at you. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm just like, uh, maybe intentions. Like, I know, like, intentions in, like, drag. And I know I want to do certain things this year. Mm-hmm. And that I'm going to, but, like, I'm tired of the lose weight shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Make more money. That's going to be my resolution for every year. <laughs> Make more money than I made the year, the year before. Okay. All right. That's all I got. It's just like, I, I, I'm, what is the difference between like a resolution and, you know, just kind of having, stepping into your year with intention? Cause I think like intentions is like you're, you want this to happen, but you're also open to having other things. Uh huh. The new intention. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just saying the word in different ways and not <laughs> explaining anything. So it's like, you know, my intentions were intentions. I think about them because they were my, it had my attention. 
to set the intention. Girl, shut up. <laughs> no, I think I think in this, and I feel like this is a crucial mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to resolutions. Is right. It's like it's like this big goal, and they're not making like incremental progress. It's like I need to go hard, super intense with this thing. And they aren't able to sustain it, and then it just kind of falls away. Yeah, we are all terrible project managers. Oh no! I mean, but essentially, that's what it comes <laughs> down to. You're a terrible project manager. You like, you need to get this project done. You didn't know how to break it down. You didn't have a plan for it. Uh-huh. So I mean, but you knew you wanted to do a thing. So like for me, in my mind, my goal is like, I want to do this with the drag shit. So now I'm like, this is the thing that I'm working towards. So if I see an opportunity that my content does this, help me get towards that? Does it not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm thinking about it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, in a very similar vein, uh, I don't like to set resolutions. Similarly, it's more just like I know that I want to be in a different place this year than I was last year. I have goals to get promoted at work that I've been working towards for a while, right? Um, I know that I want to continue taking this podcast and growing that, but I don't have like specific you know, I need to do this by this certain date or, you know, this needs to work exactly this way because if I get into that mode, that's when perfectionist Jay starts to creep in and then I know I'm not going to get anything done. I've never met her. We don't like her. She needs to stay where she at. <laughs> but that's that's when things fall apart. So me, resolutions, we're not doing it. I know I want to, yes, I do want to trim some body fat, but I'm not going to be like, I need to lose 2% body fat by March 1st or whatever, like these weird goals that I hear people make. And I'm just like, there's, what's the point? Just like, okay, I'm going to watch my diet. Cool. Keep it simple. Mm. That's me. And this ad has been brought to you by. <laughs> Have you ever seen that thing? It's like, I, can't, I don't know what it is, but it's called like colon broom. What? I guess I'm just getting all the weird advertisements. Y- yeah. Um. Yeah, no, this is. No, please don't pull it up. I don't even want to see that. No, no, no. It's 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 <laughs> stupid. It's just like all these weird and like influencers, but not influencers being like, oh my god, my sister lost forty five pounds on colon broom. Why can't I get it? It what? is this weird stuff, but I've never like you said like literally. I just put colon in, and this is the first thing that pops up on Google. Search. I refuse to put that into my phone. <laughs> um... Effective way to cleanse the body. Want to improve bowel movements and overall health? Okay. Oh, that's not what I... Oh, it's on Amazon? Stop looking more into it. Stop. Put it away. <laughs> Actually, no, what's going to happen is... Oh, it's because... not on Amazon. Oh, it is on Amazon. Oh, it's just fucking pure... Oh, God. It's, it's uh... What is that? That Hus thing. Okay. Oh, um... Psyllium Husk or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's all it is. Wait, so people are losing 40 pounds? Straight, of, people, are, straight people have found it. Straight people so have found it, so they're shitting more and they're losing weight? I got a golden crown. Oh, God. I have a good time and I pop my fucking colon broom in, baby. It's like it never happened. Ugh. Actually, I think that is a form of eating disorder. Or lax- I think that is. Laxatives. Really? Is that a laxative? I think so. Someone will correct us. How I do you know that... that was a plot on like and not to you know this nice segue. Uh, it was like a plot point in Housewives of Beverly Hills this past season. This one really problematic woman was just like, "Honey, what I do is I just have a good time and pop laxatives." But she was really drunk. 
she was saying that to a woman who has an eating disorder. Oh, God. And everybody was just like, oh. oh honey, no. Mm. No, you shouldn't say that to someone. And that was the last time she was on the show. I hope so. Oh, yeah, she's one of those. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I hope, Erica, this is her last season. Okay, I'll keep my ear out for who Erica is when I start watching this part of the franchise. <laughs> she had, like, the big... She was, like, this this money... Married into money, rich bitch. Just... Uh, I don't like using the word. Just an asshole a lot of times. Oh, God. And then now she's, like... Shows, like, the softer side of her, but we've seen so much of the asshole... That's that she like, can't redeem I don't herself. really care. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. And like, she's, she's that one who got sued, the Girardi. Oh, yeah. It's her. Okay. So then, like, she's, she's nah, I'm good. <laughs> Bye. Has she I, been on the show a long time? She's been on for a good while. Okay. But she wasn't the original. She was not the, oh, she's not an OG. Okay. Um, similarly, I'm really hoping that Mia goes away this, uh, whenever we move into whatever the next season of Potomac is going to be. Because, I'm tired. Do you know who's really, like, swinging hard and is, like, I think took the top spot in my favorite, like, franchise? Is the Miami Girls. Okay. And Miami's only been, like, one season? Or is that, or am I thinking of something else? No. So Miami happened uh, around the same time of Basketball Wives in Miami. Remember that time period? Where they, yeah. Evelyn Lozada, Tammy Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it lasted four seasons, and then Bravo stopped it. Right, got really bad. This is what I heard. And then, like last year, they revamped it, and it was a part of the uh, push for Peacock. Mm-hmm. And last season went in because they tore Larsa's ass off. <laughs> They're like, "Why are you over here? Now that the Kardashians don't want you." Oh, like went oh. in, <laughs> which was like great. But this season, the season two, this I'm gonna say season two, like the reboot. Uh huh. Oh, it is good. But is it is it all the same girls or no? Um, four of the original girls. Okay. One of them is like a friend of the show, but she's pretty much on the show every episode. She's, okay. She's in every episode. Like Sharice this season. Uh. <laughs> no, but she actually pulls her weight. Ooh, shit. <laughs> Did you see that meme? I know Where exactly the, what the you're going to say. The Robin, Robin saying Sharice is the crown dog. Yeah. that photo. <laughs> <laughs> She's just said that. <laughs> we have to find oh. it and post it. But see oh, I have photo? it. I have it. <laughs> it was, it's like one of those things where something is so true and it's just so funny. It was just the level of accuracy was just through the goddamn roof. Cause oh god, mama, that 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 Sowen has never set right. <laughs> Since she entered the, the episodes this season, that Sowen has never been parted or set right. Drag her, the real crotom, the Oh god, we will post it. We will oh. post it because, dear God, that is so fucking good. It was such a drag. Oh. It was such a dragging. Oh god. Oh, speaking of dragging things, we have uh, the premieres. Well, I guess it was last week. <laughs> now we're back to time god travel. Damn it. Back to time travel. <laughs> X Men, gang, gang. Bishop in this bitch. Bishop in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I stand by what I said. I hope that with the double premiere. Wait, for the double premiere, is it is going it to be? Is it a double premiere? Yeah, they said it. They oh, said that there's going to be a double premiere. Fuck. But my question is, is it going to be one episode after the other? Is it going to be one episode and then the next ep- next premieres next week? <sighs> Whatever they do, I'm really just hoping that they split the twins up. No, make them go at it first episode. And make one of the oh, what if they have to the lipstick against each other. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Want if I don't get this from the first episode, I know I'm going to be watching every Friday, but I'm going to disassociate. <laughs> I was going to say you host a night where it's being viewed, like you can't not be a part of it. I'm going to disassociate. I mean, what if? I mean, I'm going to disassociate. Yeah, you hear me, MTV? I'm going to disassociate if you don't put those twins in the bottom of the first episode. That's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this and seeing all of these queens, but we talked enough about that. Um, can we get into this, this, uh, Rolling Stones list, please? I agree. With what? A lot of their decisions. A lot of them? A lot of them. So you agree that Jasmine Sullivan being a hundred and like 82 on the list with Taylor Swift being 102 on the list. I said a lot of their decisions. So, like, out of the 200 people, there's some that I don't. So, let's hear some of these things that you agree with. What do you... I want to hear... Do I think Celine Dion should have been not mentioned at all? No. Absolutely not. But for a woman who can be mimicked a lot, how great is that voice? I don't think she can be mimicked a lot. A lot of people can impersonate Celine Dion. That just means that she has a notable voice. I'm just saying, if everybody can do what you do. Mm, but n- you I don't think me? that everybody can you do what me? she do. I think that she has a tone that people can mimic, but they can't do it the way she does it. But I mean, I don't really think, I don't know. As I said, I don't think she should have been snubbed from this, but I don't think, I don't think I would have had her above or below, above, uh, below 50. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have had her in the top 50. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I disagree with that. And I'm not even a huge Celine Dion fan. I wouldn't. But like knowing her voice and what she can do with it, I like I have respect for it and I would I would have put her in at least the top twenty. I thought that top ten was pretty good. I like the top ten. I would have shifted some things around maybe, and I don't know like the order of Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles was weird for me. And I understand I mean, that the I list wasn't know. about, like, amazing vocalist in general, but, like, they're trying to say, oh, I'm talking, you know, a good singer and whose voice had an impact and this, that, and the third. Because, like, how do you have, like, you can't really put people like Bob Dylan and, and John Lennon. I was thinking when the people like Joni Mitchell was on there, and I was like, I really don't consider her a vocalist. I think she's a fabulous writer. Right. Amazing songwriter. I would Wait, Joni say Mitchell was she, on the list. she was? She was. Where was she? Ooh, I don't, don't ask me the number. I just remember seeing her name. Um, I would have had Celine Dion before I'd had Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Right. The... The closeness and rating of people like Diana Ross, Michael Jackson... In comparison to Taylor Swift, they were not that far apart. And I'm like, how is that possible? I think there's like a lot of grievances trying to be made, um, particularly when it comes to Michael Jackson. Like, I think that people really want to acknowledge it, but like they don't know what to do with him anymore mm-hmm. because of 
allegations allegations and scandals and whatever so like to me i wasn't too surprised by that i was like that made sense like you want to acknowledge the work but you don't want to put it in a spot where people be like you're promoting whatever but uh oh wow is there like a short they had rosalie at number 200 yes (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of funny like to have all right so taylor swift was 102 and then you slide down i think michael jackson was like 90 oh no he was 86 he was 86 diana ross was 87 i still think that that's way too close to taylor swift for my level of comfort i would have put michael jackson at least in the top 50 if you want to still respect you know what he's done and his voice and all of that but still like keep it just at enough distance from like the top because honestly if we're going off of this vocal ability, I would have put him way closer to the top 10. I don't think Lana Del Rey should have been anywhere in this list. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Sylvester should have been moved up. And Debbie definitely Mary shouldn't have been, been higher than up. Jasmine Sullivan. Morrissey should have been moved off this list. Brandy should have gotten more respect. Uh, I'm scrolling through. This is my first time actually looking through everybody. Okay. They're just... There, there are names that shouldn't have been on the list at all. I'm happy that uh, Aretha got number one. Carrie Underwood got higher than Kelly Clarkson? I know. That, like, Kelly is pissed. Everyone is pissed. <laughs> I turned my kid a turdy shiny turdy tad of a Okay, all right. Are we scatting now? Or are we just... There's a lot of people I've never heard their name before. Are you talking just the white people, or are we just talking, talking about, about the... a lot of them being white? Yeah, mm-hmm. knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is PJ Harvey? Another really good songwriter. There we go. Um... Kate Bush at sixty. Christina Aguilera at one forty-one. That was an honorable mention. <laughs> Lauren Hill at one thirty-six. Wait, was Jennifer Lopez on you? Jennifer Lopez better not be a fucking <laughs> foot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Courtney Love. Okay. I don't think she Florence? Joni Mitchell was fifty. Okay, Donnie Hathaway should have been at least low, you know, below one hundred. Mm-hmm. Sam Madonna Summers. Mm-hmm. Uh like how are James Brown and Ariana Grande right next to each other? Okay, Erica Badu should have been moved up. Ozzy Osbourne made this? Yes. And not the first line being Ozzy Osbourne doesn't have what most people would call a good voice. So why the fuck is he on this list? Okay. If it is that is your first sentence. Kurt Cobain is number 36. Make that make sense. Bill Withers. Oh, that's a pretty good spot for Bill. One could teach an entire class on Swift's vocal evolution. Oh, no. It's that fascinating. Girl, no, it's not. Okay, they disrespected Gladys Knight. Yes, they did. Yes, they, they absolutely did. Gladys. I don't understand, like... I love all these singers I'm about to mention. Like I would not say Elton John is a good vocalist. I think he's a good writer. I think he's a great writer. Yeah. Help me understand why Mary J. Blige is rated higher than Shaka Khan. What number is she? Which one? Mary J. Blige. 25. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, Shabbos Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they put Selena at 89. They put Adele Ooh. above Smokey Robinson. They put Adele right next to Nina Simone. Bruce Springsteen, Wilson, D'Angelo, 
Patty LaBelle, set, Patty LaBelle 74. Okay. Rihanna is 68. Tell me your thoughts on that. How do you feel? And the first line, an alto whose range spans three octaves. Where? <laughs> like, I, this is, this list is giving, they don't know they don't have the range. They do. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know they don't have the range. I'm like, I'm just reading through this thing. And I'm just like, none of this makes any sense. Who put this together? How drunk were they? Were they just throwing darts at a board and with names on it? None of this order makes any sense. Okay, they put Benny Whipperton on here. I appreciate that. Like, how do you rate John Lennon's voice? Oh, they got Luke Cthulhu on here? Work. Okay. Better than Freddie Mercury's? How do they rate Bob Dylan's voice as better than Prince? Bob Dylan is on this list. Bob Dylan is number 15. Okay, now this is the true tragic in this. They have Tina Turner at number 55. Yeah. That is the true tragedy of this. You can't have Mick Jagger in front of Tina Turner when they learned everything from Ike and Tina. This is telling me you don't you don't know you don't know the history. And we're talking about a music journalism associated whatever this is because I don't really it's not a magazine but Tony Braxton is forty eight did not see that one coming. Oh Rolling Stone. At least they put Little Richard above. Ella Fitzgerald forty five. Okay, that's that's disrespectful. I wonder what happened to James Brown's wigs. <laughs> Probably encased somewhere. Now, okay, I know my argument that I was going to say earlier about Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw that Ariana Grande is number 43. Yeah. And my thing is, like, they haven't, they have been around, but they have not been as impactful as long. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, sure. like, I understood, but I don't understand why Ariana Grande is at 43. Teddy Pendergrass should have been moved up. A l- Aaliyah is number is 40. 40. I love Aaliyah. Yeah, like, come on now. Like, but come on. like... Above Anita Baker? Make it... Make that make sense. Make sense. Like, are we talking about cultural impact? Are we talking about cultural impact? Like, what are the definitions on this? Let me let me see if I can find how they describe it. She does not it. have the range <laughs> to be in th- th- that spot. This is what I'm saying. Yet the vocal restraint didn't spell limited emotional palate. Girl, if you don't get out of here with this. <laughs> Luther Vandross is 31. Move that up. Move that way the fuck up. Paul McCartney could have gone to the back. George Jones, to the back. So it says, before you start scrolling and commenting, keep in mind, because they knew people was about to start talking shit, because anytime they put out a list of Top 100, 200, anything. Nobody ever agrees with what they're saying uh, for uh, what's supposed to be a music journalism publication. Uh, so it says, before you start scrolling and commenting, keep in mind that this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Talent is impressive. Genius is transcended. I feel like that line in there didn't really have a place. They just thought it sounded cool, so they put it in there. So wait, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Say that again. It's talent, like, is, talent is impressive. Genius is transcendent. It's like, okay, that didn't fit with anything that you put before it. Um, and then it says, sure, many of the people here were born with massive pipes, perfect pitch, and boundless range. 
Others have rougher, stranger, and more delicate instruments. As I write up for the man who ended up at number 122 notes, Ozzy Osbourne doesn't have what most people would call a good voice, but boy does he have a great one. That could apply to more than a few people here. What uh, does that mean? They don't have a good voice, but they have a great one? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. What does it's it like mean? they don't have a good voice, but they have an interesting voice. But they got it right by uh, keeping Justin Bieber off this list. Yeah, sure. He's in the R&B one, though. That was a layer joke. Thank you. Because he wants to be a nigga. Thank you. He wants to be a nigga. I'm, I'm... Everybody wants to be a nigga. <laughs> Great segue. Unless you have anything more that you want to say about this list. They should redo this list and say the most influential singers. I think that's like because what they're that, trying to get that at. That makes more sense to me if you're going to have Ozzy Osbourne because it, if you're going to say that, you know, talent is one thing, but your level of genius, that seems like that's impact, encompassing the entire package. That has more feet to stand on than saying the best, leaving it like the top singers. Because I'm, you know, for us black folks, we, we want to hear singing, range, Period. ability, talent. Because we have what, like a handful of gospel singers on here? And, like, truthfully, if you really want to do that, influential, then your top 50 should have been nothing but people of color. Because without the basis of that, you wouldn't have whatever it is, the, the fucking Jagger. You wouldn't have the Beatles who started, you know, biting on things. Like, you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have the music if it wouldn't be for a black artist. Mm -hmm. So. That's why when I saw the top 10, I was just like, this top 10 better be all people of color or it's bullshit. And then. It ended up being what it was supposed to be. Now, you, you mentioned a second ago. Oh, you, also, and to one of the publication who did the top 10 and used what's her name from the biopic of Billie Holiday as Billie Holiday's photo, fuck you for that. What? They had Audra's uh, image of her as Billie Holiday as the photo of Billie Holiday. People have one job. Like, come on. Y'all don't have people proof nothing? And it was really bad because it was a black-owned site. Which also told me, I was like, oh, there's just a bunch of Gen Z's in here. Yeah. <laughs> there's just a bunch of Gen Z's. They don't know. They don't. Chow. Okay. All right. You said everyone wants to be a nigga. And that made me think of something that I saw earlier today. Uh, <laughs> where uh, apparently there's a, I don't know if you, you'd call it a trend on TikTok, whatever's happening. But essentially, black women on TikTok are creating what I'm going to refer to as a trend where they are making videos saying, if you're a black girl, jump on the black girl train, follow me, I'll follow you back. And so it's just like this community of black women following and supporting each other. Mm -hmm. Baby, white women are mad about it. There, there have been whole videos of white women screaming about how this is racist and this is unnecessary segregation and all of this wild shit because black women are creating something within their own community that is dope and that they don't get to be a part of. And I'm just like, everybody wants to be a nigga. Everybody wants to be a nigga. You just know that the thing that these black women are creating is going to be dope. It's great. It's creating more followers for them. It's creating more engagement on their pages. And you don't get to be the center of attention. And so you're mad about it. And it's like you have this, you have these people that have everything, every privilege in the world handed to them. And they just, they can't 
stand the fact that they don't get to be the center of this. I don't know if it's about center, but I see it's like they can't they can't stand the fact of not having it all. Like you can't have they can't have one thing that's not theirs. Exactly. They and it's have just to like have it all. It's like this ain't about you. Just go over there. If you want something like this, you can have something like this. Go over there and create it. Create it with your white friends. This sort of already exists for you because you're already constantly the center of attention and everything. So when a group of people goes off and creates something where they get to be the center of attention, baby, it ain't about you. You don't get to have this. I'm I mean, sorry. You're take it anyway. So just why? Why get? Like, don't waste the internet's time with that. Just go on and steal it. Make you. You know you're gonna do it anyway. You're gonna. You're gonna do a. If you're down with white girls, follow us back. Karen for Karen. Like K for K, baby. <laughs> But you saying everybody wants to be in there can just make me think of that. And I was just like, oh, white women are just. I was like, I had to follow this, this, in this journey of drag, like I followed a lot of different, like sometimes uh, wig makers. Okay. Just because like I want to see how they're doing things. Sometimes they like will show their techniques or their process learning. So there's this one and I'm going to decide if I'm going to say their name at the end of this or not. But like, he has routinely stolen from like black wig makers like their techniques like if they are selling like a, um, a lace bond like if you look at like they pull on their hair there's one girl who like ties the end of her ponytail to cinder blocks and is like walking down the street showing like how good the grip of that bond is Ow. and like every time i see a trend like that happening on that side he starts doing it. Oh God! Or he'll he loves to do like he'll go in there. Oh my gosh! This is this new amazing thing. This is lace tape. Lace tape is not an amazing thing. You can go and buy that at your local beauty store for like ninety nine cents. Here he is selling it for twenty dollars. <gasps> or he'll have like this thing where it's like a band that you put around your head that mm -hmm. has like silicone so it grips. You can buy that once again at the beauty store for like three dollars at the most. How much is he selling it for? 15 bucks. So it's just like this person, like, and I just got like so frustrated. I'm like, none of your marketing, none of your promotional is your own idea. Oh, God. You're selling human hair units that are just the ugliest colors. <laughs> it is just, you're, and it just, it was just so frustrating. And like, why does like Instagram keep, like, I unfollowed and then it's like, well, here's his ad. So now I'm just getting all of his ads. Of like these things, and it's just like it's just so irritating just to see it happening continually. I know like this is the first one, but it's just like to see it happening in the queer culture as well is just you're not listening to you're not listening. Mm -hmm. You're not listening because if you were aware of what's been happening in the past, you would have listened. And be like, get out of the space. Yeah, it's not yours. You're just trying to market and make money off of it. Mm -hmm. That's all. I mean, shit, girl, get it off your chest. Get it off your wig. <laughs> I did the motion. It just was so annoying. Pulled he also just like he also wasn't pulling on the lay. Like he wasn't pulling. He was just like pulling at the strands. And I was like, "You're did not you... really selling that this lace is actually bonded. Like we, we, it's are melted. Like you can't. You're not even fucking doing it right." Lord. And as a as a wig maker yourself, just chill. Just drag these girls. Shit. Get get away. I'm here for it. Leave. Get out. Okay. <gasps> Hmm. What? Oh, uh, no. She should have uh, been somewhere. No. Honorable mention, 500. I would have put her at least in the top 200. I would say 500. Nah, you island. She disappeared for a long time. I know that wasn't her fault. 
But like when we last saw her, she was like 14. We saw her again. She was 45. That's just, you ain't got to do JoJo like this. You know? That was a little rough. Sorry. <laughs> God damn. Really... But Cynthia Revo wasn't even on the list. Nowhere. I don't, I don't, they didn't have a lot of Broadway girls on there. And I think she's more True. considered a Broadway than she is like, like she's released some albums now. Mm-hmm. But like that other dude, um, you love him. Hamilton, he has that jazz album you love. You talk oh, to him. Leslie Adams Jr. He wasn't over yeah. on that. So I, I just think, like, I think they probably separated from, like, the Broadway girls and mm, okay. recording artists. Okay. Not original Broadway recording artists. He said, you love that dude. <laughs> you do like him, though. I do. I you think he's about him. fucking phenomenal. I Michael say, Buble wasn't on that list either. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. Do you want to take... Josh Groban wasn't, which... Thank God. Yeah. Just bland to me. Frank Frank Sinatra was on. My mom loves Josh Groban. Uh, She doesn't love it. She likes to tease me. So one time she like said we had tickets like to go see Josh Groban. So I was like, but gradually like in the car, I'm like, oh thank you. But turned out it was like tickets to go see Tyler Perry's Medea, Medea's class reunion. Mm -hmm. But she pranked me, being like, we're going to see Josh Groban. So I was like mad for an hour and a half. I had to sit through a Josh Groban concert. You ungrateful little shit. But she knew I didn't like it, so I'm like, why would you do... Like, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I got in the car. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm going to join, whatever. I'll say this. This this will be my last thing that I say on, on this, and then, you know, we can go off from there. As far as Celine Dion goes, she sang, My Heart Will Go On in one take. And it was supposed to be the demo. And they used that. What you hear in the Titanic soundtrack is what was a demo. Now you go back and you listen to that song. You tell me that one, she doesn't deserve to be on the list. It could have been better. Wow. Okay. All right. Hold on. I'm getting a call. Hello? Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, J-Lo, honey, I, yeah, I saw the list. I did. Yeah, you know, just no one agrees with what's going on with the list. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Is that J-Lo? Girl, shh, girl. Girl, come on. Please welcome Harriet Tuxman to the stage for a spoken word performance. Straight to gay conversion for cowboy booted men. Free boot shine with every fuck. Send a pic of you wearing your cowboy boots in the first message or auto delete. Come get hooded, bound, and fucked or sucked. Hey, ain't job. Then trample me. Race play, news play, BDSM, leather, KK cowboy, awesome kick. I'm sorry. <laughs> KK Cowboy? Cowboy. Okay. Um, uh, and r- race play, news play, BDSM, leather, K Cowboy. K Cowboy. K Cowboy. Got it. Okay. I thought it was a KKK thing. I saw kick at the end, so I moved that other K up, so sorry about that. <laughs> um, race play. Is this, I'm assuming this person is white. I don't know. 
No, we didn't. Do, there's no picture. Is this was on Sniffy's? So oh, photo. I'm really hoping it's not a person of color because I mean, well, God, send a picture of you wearing your cowboy boots, or just send a picture of your cowboy boots wearing. Okay, I mean, it's still weird, but whatever. I'm not gonna. Kink Straight to gay goose. conversion. Straight for to cowboy booted men. Men's is. Was this uh, Sniffy's in in Texas? This was in Wackahacky. Wackahacky. Where's Wackahacky? It is like thirty miles south of like Dallas. Gotcha. Wackahacky. That's fun to say. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Are you ready for some questions? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna wait until you answered. <laughs> All right. We have quite a list of questions. I don't know if we're going to have time to get to all of them today, y'all, but we're going to do what we can. Okay. Let me see Sheer. Where do we want to start? <laughs> this one's just funny. Is there really a top shortage or are our bottoms just being picky? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was like, I had just landed and opened up Scruff, and I was looking at everybody's... Pro- I was like, you know, you mean, like, you, I'm scrubbing this slide through people's profiles? Yeah. And, like, I went through, like, 10 or 15 straight profiles that were just top, 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 and I was like, is there a top shortage anymore? Listen, I feel like the majority of people that I end up talking to end up being tops, and I get really sad about it. <laughs> Not to say that two tops can't have fun, but, like, I don't know why, especially over the holiday break when everyone is fucking horny for some reason, the majority of people that I spoke to are other tops. Babes. I don't know. I feel like there isn't a top shortage. I mean, I feel like there's a reckoning happening where people are realizing that we're mostly sides. I 100% agree with that. I just literally was talking to someone and like, I was talking to someone at work and they're just like saying, oh, you know, like I just don't really get into anal. It's just not my thing. I was like, oh, are you more of a, you're discovering you're more of a top? He's like, no, I just don't like anal sex in general. And I'm like, I can understand that. Hell, people close to us are, they prefer the the foreplay more than anything. And then when it gets down to it, they just get nervous about doing the final part of it because they feel like they have to do the anal after the foreplay. And the foreplay can be the whole thing. So, now play. Mm. What? Because if it's foreplay, it's foreplay before something, right? Oh, Does well, yeah, I guess so. It's like, does it have to change? I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> In play. <laughs> In play. <laughs> Anyway, uh, there's nothing worse than like a bottom topping, but there's also nothing really better than a bottom topping. Walk me through that. Worst part, bottoms get in their head way easier when it comes to topping. Mm -hmm. Like, but they're more sensitive in the fact of making sure people is comfortable because like when you've done something, you know what to look out for. Okay. So, like, they're the best in that regard. We're, like, they're aware of, like, position, placement, mm. where someone could get, like, a Charlie horse or something. And then, but then, like, the worst part of it comes, like, they don't do it often. So then it's, like, getting them into their mindset to be, like, they start thinking about everything and then, like, it goes soft. Got it. I mean, I feel like that's just having a, a good sexual partner, a good anal play partner. Because, like, tops are really bad. Wow. Tops are really bad. Okay. 
I mean, I am... Some of those lived experience in the seminar is just, like, hooking up with someone and being, like, just asking them, does that work for you? And they're like, wow, no one's ever done that. And I'm just like, you've just been... Trampled on. Like, god damn. Jeez. But I, but I also feel like that's... Or even offering them a water. <laughs> it's just like... Thank you. They'll, they'll start crying. And I'm just like, it's just water. Like, no one's ever offered me a beverage. <laughs> you poor baby. You I just... gave that bitch a beverage in my home. <laughs> Come you see on. how it works now? You see now it's funny when, like, you know what it is? Yes. Um, but I, I still, I don't know. I still kind of stand by and, and you know, maybe I, I, this is me speaking as a top and top privilege and all that shit. I feel like that just really just comes down to, are you a good sexual partner or not? Like, I think a lot of people are not. I, I think a lot of people are not, too, but I don't think that is, I don't think that's purely a top thing. that people thing. be writing us. I mean, you're right. <laughs> but, like, if you, if you are a good sexual partner, you're, you're going to be, like we've mentioned on previous episodes, you're going to be communicating with them before and throughout, right? Like, I don't think that that's purely a top thing, right? Uh, I don't know. But I think, uh, yeah, I don't think there's a shortage. I do think people are picky. Especially I think that's perfectly fine. People should be picky. Um, okay. We're going to agree to disagree on that. Why? Remember we had that conversation? Actually, you know what? You Let's not that far agree to disagree. We'll, we'll okay. move into that conversation. Right. I like that. I like that idea. All right. What's the next question? All right. Next question. If you, well, this is going to be interesting because you would have to be like, if you were a furry, what would your fursona be? Oh, my God. A naked Morat, so I don't have to wear anything. <laughs> I don't even know how to start with this question because, like, I feel like like personas are like a real thing. It's like you are in this character, and this is who your character is. Yeah, I'm a naked right. It's Morat. not just it's not just what you're the costume you're putting on, but like what is the personality of that? So, question: thing. Can it be into like could I? Could a Pokemon character be a furry? Oh, that's a great question. Um, for those in the furry then community, I'm be Pikachu or Mewtwo because they're also naked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm a creature of comfort, so I'd have to be comfortable. <laughs> no clothes. One of those be... Egyptian cats. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be one of them. I'll be one of them naked ass cats. Oh god, them things look so gross to me. Oh, I love them. And apparently they're super expensive. Yeah, they they it's a lot. We're talking about the actual uh sorry. Also, can we time out real quick? Okay. Pause this. This is to those gainers who have a lot of shit to say. Oh shit. But didn't overcome appearance saying that shit to my fucking face. Oh shit. And you didn't even get mad at the people and we said that we have been accosted by people in your community by not Asking if you want to partake in that specific event, but you want to come over here and get mad because we were assaulted by you all, and you're not mad at the assaultants? Kiss my ass and have fun with your little fucking little sad ass twelve donuts from Dunkin' Donuts with your little sorry ass taste. And at me next time, bitch, and I would come onto that live. Keep going. I'm sorry, I forgot, and we're back in. Okay, I'm just going to rewind for like two seconds. (laughs) 
Okay, so one, I don't disagree with anything that you just said. I would have uh, preferred to be a part of that conversation because if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a conversation being like acting like we're talking shit and saying that we're being fat phobic and all of that shit, like bitch, I'm fat. <laughs> you ain't even fucking look at my profile, bitch. The gut hangs. Per mine doesn't, but you know <laughs> I can't speak for that. Um, Y'all sorry asses. I was informed. The next day, by the person who started the live, that part of that conversation that they were having, they were agreeing with us around how people in that community choose to approach other people when they are looking for someone to be a feeder or looking for someone that is, you know, potentially a part of the community. I still don't like the way that you went about it. And one of y'all call me motherfucking monkey. Come and meet my ass with that shit. Yeah, that wasn't okay. And one... one Calling us monkeys obviously is a problem because we are two black individuals and that's just fucking wrong. But what kills me is, okay, the person that called us monkeys apparently have no idea that we're both black people that run this podcast. Fuck off out of here with that even, bullshit. Even that aside, the person who started the live is a black person and didn't say shit. Oh, you know who it is? I, I do know who it is. I'll send me the info. Okay. The person who started the live is a black person and... After that comment was made, didn't say, oh, maybe you shouldn't say that because just so you are aware, these two are two black individuals. Maybe you want to use a different word. Nobody, nobody spoke up. So, like, I have a huge issue with that. Slap, slap. Like, slap, slap. If you want to say, if you want to say, oh, this is a conversation that needs to be had, that needs to happen within the gainer community. It's not really a conversation that is necessary for you two on the outside of the gainer community to be a part of. If you are bringing us into the conversation, if you are bringing us in to, you know, have a have a perspective of someone who's being affected by this, i.e. the ones being assaulted, maybe our voices are necessary for that conversation. Don't just run alive, talk shit, say that we're fat phobic, run off out the mouth. And then when I come and approach you about it, be like, well, actually, we were doing this and you don't need to be a part of the conversation. You are bringing us into the conversation. You brought us into the conversation. You sat down and listened to the podcast episode. It's our podcast. Yes. I'm done. Yeah. Come meet me. I'm here at Rock Bar every Friday. Come and find me. And we can have this discussion. Whoever will call me a monkey, call me that monkey to my face. And let's see what pops off. Honestly, just really disappointed. Really disappointed in the person that was running the live for not saying shit after that. Like, I don't care if the person knew if we were black or not. You had an opportunity to step up and say something you didn't. That's a problem for me. Anyways. Back to my good donuts. <laughs> um, What's the next question? Yeah, I'm going to move to the next question because I, personas, I don't know nearly anything about. If Pokemon could be in it, I'm probably going to be one of them. Okay. <laughs> And what was your what was your personality as that Pokemon be? Whatever that Pokemon is. They've already set the personality. That'd be a lot easier for me. <laughs> so are you an angry Pikachu? Are you chill? That's out right, Pikachu? you bitch. Okay, all right. You said Pikachu. Actually, I'd probably be a war turtle. You just went a very opposite direction. <laughs> no, because like when I got when I um that used to be my nickname after a night of drinking, I would turn into War Turtle. So I would, I think that would probably be my persona. I have a question here, and I feel like it's directed at me, and I'm a little upset about it. <laughs> question is, 
It says, Dear Jim Gaze, do you actually like working out or do you just like the attention? And I'm just going to say this. But why, do you actually Why like, can't it be both? <laughs> do you like working out? I do. I like working out. Huh. I do. I enjoy it. I enjoy the process. I enjoy the process of like seeing the growth. I enjoy how it feels. Uh, I enjoy having the pump. Um, I enjoy the energy that it gives me. I enjoy the process of working out and everything that comes with it. But I also like the attention. The moment I step foot in the gym, I'm in. ready to go. <laughs> Just in and out. Honestly, like I'm like, I walked here. That was a workout. <laughs> How far away was the gym? I mean, it was three long blocks. Okay. All right. You know, it's and exercise like, you wouldn't be doing otherwise. Maybe. Huh. Okay. You're just walking oh, so around your apartment. So we're reading now. We're reading. You said it was a workout. But you said I probably wouldn't have done that anyway. You probably you would not just have walked. Would not have walked. I live in that New York. Distance. I live in New York. Where do you think I'm walking to? I mean, Nowhere? you could have just been sitting at home. Oh, so that's what you think I do? You tell me. Why is walking to the gym suddenly exercise? Well, why don't you? If you are normally just hanging, oh God, please don't. Oh no, no, I'm gonna give you something to talk about now. Okay, go ahead. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, it's a little bit of both. Like I enjoy working out, and I enjoy the attention that I get because I work out. Who doesn't like attention? Like that's true. I don't understand the question. <laughs> but I think people want attention without having to do work. Sure. I mean, and you can get attention for other reasons. I mean. True. Right? But I think universal attention is usually to the fit. This ain't the 1800s anymore where, like, the fat Elizabethans get to, like, rule over what the body image was. <laughs> sure. You know, I can't say anything against that. Uh, as far as, you know, universally, sure. Okay. All right. Okay. What's next? Um, let's see. Let's see. What is the, and this is, I'm rephrasing this question because I'm unaware of it. It says, <laughs> happy new year's niggas. <laughs> Did you have your black eyed peas? I don't know what that tradition is. So there's like, you have to have black eyed peas, cabbage and pork. And that's like. Essentially, the Black American good luck dinner. Oh, so you have to have those, and so that way that cabbage. You have a, mm -hmm. My mom always like it would be New Year's. She'd be like, "Have, have here's some peas. Here's some here's a, some greens or cabbage or something." And like have a, we always have a honey baked ham. So there's always ham left over from Christmas. Oh, I wonder where that came from. I do not know. And how cabbage snuck in there? Do you want me to call my mom? I mean, yeah. Let's see. I want to know. Let's get, let's get, you know, Mama Harriet on the line. Let's see if she picks up. She should pick up, unless she's in school. Look at me. I don't think she's going to pick up. Look at me. And then she's going to call me. Oh. Oh, hi. Where are you? Oh, also, you're, you're, um, Oh, um, you are also, we're recording for the podcast. I have a question for you. What? Where did the tradition come from having black eyed peas, cabbage, 
and pork and pork on New Year's Day come from? <laughs> is it like a Creole thing? Is it a black thing? Do you think like? No, because I've seen other races, you know, getting the same thing. So, and it was a handed down tradition. Put it that way. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mom. We were just wondering. I'm gonna holler at you later. Love you. Okay, love Bye. You. Well, there we have it. Niggas just been doing it. <laughs> Niggas just been doing it. There's there's the history. That's all we go get. Uh, so for me, I did not have my black eyed peas, uh, unfortunately. So I guess uh, I guess that means that I'm in for bad luck. Or you said it's like a good luck thing. I think so. I don't know. I'm gonna look this up. We gonna get some answers. I did not have black eyed peas, but I did have pork. I ordered ramen. <laughs> Okay. That was like the closest thing. Like getting soul food here is impossible. Impossible. Okay, so it says in history, black eyed peas are associated with a mystical and mythical power to bring good luck. Oh, there we go. Can't say it worked out for the musical group. One of them were black. <laughs> Sheesh. All right, I have, I have one last question for you. This is going to be another kink-related one. And especially because uh, you've mentioned in the past how you feel like like kinks come from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So where do you think the steroids kink came from? What? Apparently, taking steroids has become a kink. Tiny nuts? Is that the kink? I'm going to need a little bit more information. Yeah, let me let me see if I can reach out to reach out to this person and get a little bit more detail on that, and we can answer this one next cool. week. Because I've like I've met people that are into men who do steroids, but you're into that person and their size, not necessarily the fact that they, not necessarily the steroids themselves. And I'm assuming he's not referring to people that do like the saline balls thing because that's not a steroid. That's just, again, but that is like uh, an enlarged sort of kink. But I don't, I'm unfamiliar with this as a kink. The only thing, and like, I'm being so, like, the one person I interacted with who took steroids, it just made their balls small. Like, the actual testicles were were small. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can think, like, is that what people are into? I I don't know. Because I'm trying to think, like, is it... Like injecting them, because I know, like I think, like I hate needles so much. From like things I have seen, it looks like some that that needles is a part of the kink. So really, I don't, not part of that kink, but that is like there are kinks out there where like, the needles you know, are. People, like, oh um, yeah, they do it all the time on Dragula. Like one of their uh, the bottom girls, like had to get like these little needles poked through their skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know there are things of it, but I just don't know. I, I'm very ignorant to what steroid kink is. Yeah, tune in to, to next episode. We'll get some more detail around I tried Googling it, and it didn't have anything for me. Interesting. All right, well, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do it next week. Hello? Hi, yes. Oh, yes. You have a complaint about the show? Oh, hold on one second. We'll be right back. Your wait time is forever.
And we're back. It is time for Agree to Disagree. And I had something, but I, we've done this before, but we're going to do... What was it? What were we saving? You had brought up... Something about being cute? No, 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 no. It was in reference to one of the questions that was asked. Oh, I said that it's, oh, it was okay for people to be picky. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you said, we'll have to agree to disagree there. So I want to understand, help me understand why that's not okay. Because I think when people say picky, it turns into like a laundry list of things that are just impossible. That you're going to find this person with all this. Mm. I think the pickiness should be... is The pickiness is usually directed towards outward appearance. Versus inward and mental health. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think you should be not as picky. And sometimes I think people are too picky. And, like, they need to have an appointment with reality. <laughs> what a way to put that. Have an appointment with reality. reality. I'm not saying you shouldn't have standards. But I think people start confusing standards with pickiness. Oh, I don't like him because of the way he laughs. I didn't like the way because they wore this color. I don't like them because they hang out in this part of the neighborhood. It starts being these things that it's just like, I don't like them because they won't, they, it's just, they don't look like me. Like there's difference in pickiness and standards. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think often are confused. I don't disagree with that. Because if we're talking, now we're talking about a different topic, right? If we're talking about standards, sure, right? Everyone should be allowed to have their standards. But I, I, I still don't think that people shouldn't be allowed to be picky. Now, there are levels to being picky. As I'm saying, but usually when I see it, it's in a heightened level. It's never like, I don't, I don't like the way that he talked to their parents. Or I don't like how they talk to their siblings. It's usually like vain bullshit. That changes because you always, I'm always like, appearance is one thing. Mm-hmm. That person can be fine today. God, we saw COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID came in and said, I'm not picky. Uh huh. You used to go to the gym, can't go to the gym no more. You at home, mm-hmm. you look this way now. Okay. You could get an accident, fire, who knows? That all can change. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're basing your pickiness around physical appearance, like, Everyone is one disease, one bad day from not looking the way that they did. And I hope that you find other things that you like about them. Right. So, okay. If you were to meet someone, you see someone, let's take, let's take, uh, um, what is the, what is the one where you swipe left and right? Tinder. 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 Like I don't, I don't use Tinder, so I don't know. So you have to educate me on this. Are you not basing it off of their opinion, off of their appearance first? I was. And that's why I don't use that anymore. Okay. So they're like, but there are entire apps and there's like a lot of stuff out there where you're basing it off of the appearance first. Not necessarily the only thing. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm like, sure, I'm not going to not acknowledge that you are a cute person. Sure. I have eyes and I said, and I have meetings with reality. Great. But I also am like, okay. What else? But I'm also like, I I need to know that I'm physically attracted to somebody if I'm going to pursue a sexual relationship with them. Me personally. I'm I'm not that. I think what people do is they see that as picky. I see that as this is something that I need if I'm going to hook up with you. I need to know that I'm attracted to you. Here's the missing piece in that is that I don't think you would not have the conversation with that person 
to still see if you might be attracted to them somewhere else. If I'm not physically attracted to them, yeah. I'm not hooking up with them. Picky. I'm not saying, but like, here's my thing. Like, yes, I mean, like, I'm not initially attracted, but for me, like, if you're really funny, the conversation's really good, like, I right. can grow into a boner. Right. And that, and some people can do that and some people can't. And that's, that's just how their physical and sexual attraction happens. But would I'll you, say their physical would you attraction dead happens. the conversation? Would I dead the conversation? No, yeah, I'm never going to dead a conversation because that like, that's just I don't rude. Fuck. No, because. As I say all the time, you can be friends with people that you don't want to fuck. Have someone talked you into fucking? No. Never, not once? Never, not once. That you weren't initially sexually attracted to? No. Interesting. I need to have a certain level of physical attraction before I'm going to hook up with somebody. And no amount of conversation, swag, like energy can sway that for you. I will say it hasn't to this point. Just, it, it hasn't. But I've seen some of the people you fucked up with. You're not picky. Wow. (laughs) I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Girl. (laughs) Shots fired. Yeah, not at me, at them. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) That shit was rude as shit. (laughs) But no, like, I will say, like, it doesn't work the same way for everybody. So what one person might view as picky, another person just may not view as picky. So I feel like you have the right to decide what you are attracted to. By all means, yes. But as I said, usually when I'm having these like general conversations with people, their the pickiness is like standards. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? But, like, when it comes down to that... So what, like, so what at this moment they may be, like, moonlighting at Starbucks? Sure, whatever. But then, like, they can't ever get past to see the potential in that person doing things other than that. Sure, and I, I agree that that's not okay, right? Like, look beyond that, look at the person, look at, like, the quality of the person, all of this stuff. Yes, sure, agree. But who are you to decide what someone else's standards are? I'm Jesus, baby. There it is. Now we know. Hello. But do you do you understand my point? Like I understand your, I understand your point, and I, and I don't think it's not there. But I think like some people are just going to be. They wonder why they keep getting in the same relationships and having the same problems mm-hmm. and ha- having the same duration. It's because like at the end of the day, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And the question earlier about like are, are there not enough tops? And are they just being picky? And like sometimes like. I mean, if they're being picky about the the dip that they want going but up inside like, them, I think they have the right to be picky about. But that. then I mean, like, but then don't complain when you say there's no tops. I'm like, there are tops there. You still want fuck those tops, right? Right, they're there. The tops are available. Those sen- that sentence means something different than what you said. There's no tops available. Uh-huh. Like, they're right there. It's like no tops that you seem to want are available. So I don't know. So I think doing. that's just a change the phrasing of that question. But I think that they're still allowed to be picky. What do you guys think? We don't care. Because it's what? Our show. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, picky, pickiness has a negative connotation in my mind. It is negative for me. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, I get why why people would, would view it that way. Um, to me, it's it all I've comes down. People. I've dated them. I know Ooh, that they know weren't what? like That's physically the most attractive thing, but like they had so many other things and qualities I enjoyed it about. I enjoyed about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like what's what's interesting for me is 
while no one has convinced me, you know, or swayed me to hook up with them if I wasn't physically attracted to them, it has gone the other way around. I could be super, super physically attracted to somebody and then find out they are just a shit person. Oh, and they taught and, you how to fucking. And it. I completely, yeah, like, boner gone. So it's interesting that it hasn't really, and again, I'm not saying it'll never happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying that it hasn't happened up to this point. But I also think you are in a different space. Meaning? Uh, you're not single. But even when I was single. But, but I mean, like, I think I feel like as, how long has it been now? Five years? Yeah, girl. It's been some time. <laughs> it's been some time. But I mean, like, you're also coming from a different viewpoint where you already have, like, what you want at home. Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess, lack of a better term, like, not being open in a space, like, I don't want to... I'm trying to say how to say this. It's not a read. Because it's not a read. Girl, you better be careful. <laughs> it's not a read, but, like, you don't... Like, you have what you have at home. So, like, you get to go out and look for something that you want because you have your taken care of at home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know what you're saying. You're just incorrect about what you're saying. And I say that to mean just because I'm in a relationship and just because I have the ability to have sex with Alan doesn't mean I'm always in the mood to have sex with Alan. I could be in the no, mood no, no, to no, no, have no, sex I'm not talking with about else. That. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, like, when it comes down to, like, I guess in my eyes, all options are available. Oh, this could be a date. This could be someone serious. This could be a hookup. Uh -huh. You already in a relationship. It is just a hookup. You hear what I'm saying? I hear what you're so, saying. So, like, I see why you're not, like, why would you be talked into fucking someone you're not sexually attracted to? Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. But, again, I still felt the same way before Alan and I were dating. We'll see when it, hopefully that never happens. But, like, God forbid. <laughs> it's a mess out here. <laughs> It's it's wild. I mean, times have changed greatly in the past. What just three years? It's so, been, like watching one, you know, friend go through like the whole online dating process after years. It is just being like, mm, can't talk to that type of person. Mm -hmm. uh -uh, look, you got to look for this in this profile. This is here. <laughs> like walking them through those. Like it is. It's, yeah, it's a mind. A laundry list of. It's a mind. Every yeah. every every step is it could be a potential mind. It's like, oh, that's a red flag. Oh, that's a red flag. Damn. Hold on, I'm getting a call, girl. Hello? Mm, you got a sexy voice. Can you FaceTime me? Nope. And we are back. Picky! Ooh! I'm picky for who I will fuck. <laughs> all right girl uh that brings us to the end of our show do you have a hot take for i us? did but i kind of said it already what what uh, was it the was it the wig thing it was the wig thing it was the wig thing it was the wig thing i was thinking about that <laughs> um back to my hot take like yo rule number one if someone says that they have been like accosted by someone don't go after the people who are, are who are talking about it. Mm -hmm. This is in real time the reaction that you may not realize when people are hearing and seeing this response. They don't come up for, out and talk about things. Yeah. Because as jokingly as we were talking about that situation, it was time after time after time being introduced into something when it comes down to like race play sometimes. It's yeah. just thrown in our faces. 
we have been assaulted in spaces where, like, just yesterday I told someone no. And then, like, they continued on with things. So, like, do not do that. And if you're not in a space to have a mature conversation about a conversation that happened or maybe reaching out to them, maybe you shouldn't do that because it just it's egg on your face. Mm-hmm. And don't you dare be someone who knows what we look like and let a racial thing happen. And this is why things continue to go on because you didn't speak up and say shit when these are your friends. Period. So I'm going to find out who you are. And I may or may not message. But you on that list. She said what she said. That's it for me. You know, just in addition to that, you know, the last thing I'll say, like, I understand, you know, like I mentioned before, that you all were agreeing with what Harriet and I were saying. Maybe you didn't agree with how we said it, but understand why we had to have that conversation in the first place. Right. And why we had it the way that we had it. But at the end of the day. If you want to have a full conversation about it, you should include the people that are being affected by it, which means going outside of just other gainers and feeders and and listening to the voices that are saying, hey, I find this offensive. Here's why. So you have a better understanding of it. So you can have find proper solutions to do away with those issues. But going out of your way to sort of talk trash or hold court and like all of this other stuff while not including us in the conversation is problematic. And I'll leave it there. My hot take. And I kind of want to change this, the, the name of the section from hot takes just because like we do that was hot takes is PSAs. It's I kind of would be like, here's our final message. <laughs> here's my final message. Stop asking people to hang out and then fully putting that responsibility on that person. If you ask to hang out with someone, set a plan. Hey, are you free on this date? Hey, uh, can you grab coffee tomorrow morning? Whatever it is. But stop saying, hey, we should hang out sometime and then fully expecting that other person to go to their planner and make a plan and then reach out to you. Don't get mad the next time you see them be like, hey, why have we never hung out? Because you didn't set a plan. You said, let's hang out. And then you walked away. If you ask me personally, that's true, right? If you come to me and say that you want to hang out for me personally, I am fully expecting you to take those next steps. You are the one who wants to engage in some kind of relationship with me. You came to me. You started it. So set the plan. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all. Pussy footing around. <laughs> it's annoying. Like the the amount of people that will say, oh, we should hang out. Or they'll say something like, I hope we can hang out sometime. Why well, hope? Start setting a plan up. It, 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 that really just annoys me. True. I hear you. Anywho. Well, girl, where can they find you? Oh, I get to be first? Yeah. Well, you can always find me on Instagram at J-A-X-X Chillmonger. That's Jax Chillmonger. Oh my God, that's wild. That's me. I'm Harriet Tugsman. You can always find me on Instagram at Harriet underscore Tugsman. I am always at Rock Bar. We are kicking off last week in um, Bishop's time travel. <laughs> last week we kicked off uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, the finale. 
If you listen to this, this coming up Friday will be part two of the double opening. <laughs> so come down to Rock Barbie Doors, open up at 7. Shows at 7.30 by me and Chola and a rotating cast of girls. So please come hang out with us. It is a good time. And if you have any questions, you can always send us an email at wtmospodcast at gmail.com. And you can always find us on our socials at Take Me Off Podcast. Yes. Also, you can always feel free to DM us on on our socials as well. That's perfectly fine. But just send the DMs to uh, the Wait Take, Wait, me, take me Off sorry, or Take, take me, me Off Podcast, podcast socials rather than our individual ones, yes, preferably. Because I do have a inbox set up. And I just realized this the other day. Like I signed up for a business account. So I have a primary, a general, and requests mm. in my inbox. Uh-huh. So if you don't, if I don't follow you, it gets filtered, and I normally don't see a lot of messages. So send it to Take Me Off Podcast socials, not the individual socials yes. instead. Um, uh, one last thing before we go: the day that this releases is going to be the day right after my birthday. Oh my god, you're finally turning fifty! Happy birthday, you old bitch! You know what? I gotta go. Bye. Bye.